Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. Well, today is March 10th, and as you know, I catalog all of my podcasts by date, and that's why I mention the date every single podcast. So you can go on several other platforms to find us. Um, we're on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, always by date. Well, today we have a special guest. Brent Moncrief is with ImageCraft. He's a vice president, sales and marketing. And you might say, well, what is ImageCraft? Well, that's what we're going to ask Brent. Brent, welcome to our show. Good morning, Nancy. Really excited to be here. Thanks for the uh, invitation. I've got to tell you, I'm excited about ImageCraft. I want you to, first of all, explain to our audience what your background is so that they know you uh, really know what you're talking about. Well, thanks. It's it's not. I wish it was more interesting. But uh, so I've I started in the printing industry, which is one of the biggest uh, industries, frankly, in the world uh, that a lot of people don't think about, but uh, touches your life every day in many ways. And uh, again, I started in 1985 with Kodak, which in that era was certainly uh, the major player in imaging as it related to photography all the way through to printing. Um, and, uh, over the course of my career, I was with Kodak for about 15 years in, again, the, the printing and in the latter half of my career in the photographic side, um, went on to the ad agency world, spent a pretty good amount of time in packaging production, uh, in West Michigan, which if you can deduce who's there, it was, uh, the Kellogg's company, all their packaging for cereals, um, and then uh, went into uh, several different roles in print service providers, which is what ImageCraft is, and uh, landed here uh, about six months ago, uh, moved from Chicago to the uh, beautiful weather of Arizona. Our timing was very good, and uh, Chicago's having a horrible winter, and we're having a lovely uh, winter here, So, um, and really excited to be heading up sales and marketing for ImageCraft, which is a company that was founded in the late 70s to process photographic film. Um, hence the connection uh, between myself and the owner. And um, as film has devolved, uh, ImageCraft has evolved and uh, continues to focus on large format printing is the easiest bucket to put us in. Um, but what we produce uh, is typically large, uh, but the uh, different varieties are, are very, very broad in scale and scope. And that's a little bit of what we'll talk about today. Wow, great. First of all, I want to go back to uh, your timing moving to Phoenix. I always mention the weather, and I try not to mention too much of the weather in August because that's when we have our worst heat. But you made a good choice because we're having beautiful weather, and especially this week, it's going to be in the 80s. So everybody out there in Chicago and uh, the northern part of the United States and you guys in Canada, eat your heart out. But I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, secondly, where would we be without pictures, um, as um, ex demonstrated on camera phones? Look where we've come with camera phones. Everybody wants pictures of everything. A lot of times we wish they wouldn't take pictures, but they do. So people are probably saying, so what does ImageCraft have to do with the interior of your home? And I'm going to let you take it from there because I'm excited about your products. Sure. No, thank you. And uh, yeah, I think 
a quick comment on the camera phone. So in uh, near the end of my 16 years with Kodak, uh, coming right up on the year 2000, if you do the math, um, we were uh, introducing the first professional digital camera to uh, photojournalists. So if you think about back in that era, uh, and this will certainly make uh, some of us feel old, but uh, a photographer would be shooting film and then have to get it processed and hope they got the shot. And if they didn't, the event already happened. So sports photography is a great example. Did I get the shot or not? And today, of course, uh, we're so used to having instant access to very high quality pictures. But uh, the main reason I bring that point up is as you look at technology evolution, that camera we were selling was close to $25,000 in 1998 and shot a picture uh, with the resolution about one-tenth of what you have on your uh, iPhone or Galaxy phone today. Um, and we had to find a dial-up modem to uh, uh, put the uh, receiver into to transmit that picture. And that alone could take up to five minutes just to transmit an image. And today, of course, we're texting and airdropping and so on. So uh, obviously a lot of changes in the industry. And and uh, that's a, a change is a key part of what ImageCraft um, is about. And uh, to your question, when you look at interiors, uh, today, I think my main message here is uh, for the consumers and for the architects and designers is uh, really what you can do with the interior of, of any space, whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, is today basically only limited by your imagination because there are so many options in terms of uh, substrates and applications and mixed medias where we can combine different things. And then most importantly for us, using digital print to do literally one of one so that we can do very, very short runs, very specific uh, to a room and... Uh, and then with many of the uh, substrates, we can change that very quickly. So what we might have used to have seen, especially in a commercial application of maybe a seasonal change in some of the decorations, um, there's no reason that can't be monthly, weekly, or daily. Not sure that's terribly practical, uh, but it certainly is, is technologically feasible. Mm. My imagination goes wild when I think of taking a picture of, say, a child and blowing it up and putting it on a wall, maybe a full wall in his bedroom or some fun thing. Uh, years ago, that was unheard of because of the price. But now you can do that um, with a very tight budget, right? Yes, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, there's always that concern of are we fueling narcissism of, of putting, you know, pictures of our of our kids up and it, whether it's stepped and repeated or it's a, you know, a, a very large enlargement of a, of a shot. Uh, again, we can do it. It's what what do we want to do? So, you know, for us, typically what we would think about is is we can do digital wall covering in very short runs. And uh, that may be more of a background design, right? what wallpaper is typically expected to do. Um, but then where the images would come in for us might be something where it is a image that is uh, printed on metal, printed on canvas, uh, printed onto acrylic. Uh, and those can be cut into some interesting shapes and they can be bent and we can do lots of different things to give dimensional look and feel. So again, the, the, the options are, are really limitless. And, and uh, today the price points have come down because again, early on in technology, typically, 
if you wanted to do something like that, it would be prohibitively expensive, mostly because of setup costs. And today, the setup costs for us are basically hit the print button. It's a little more complicated than that. But uh, at the end of the day, we're using programs and we're hitting a print button. And rather than printing to a desktop printer in your home office, we're printing to a machine that uh, could be up to 15 feet wide that's printing some of our largest format uh, graphics. Well, I want to take back that comment of a child's picture on the wall, but I thought if you're doing people out there who are doing kids' rooms or if you have grandchildren, can you imagine having a wall of an aerial view of Disney World? I think that would be fantastic. Absolutely. And, and again, the, uh, you know, whatever the interests might be, um, and with the ubiquity of, of stock art that's out there and available and very high quality. And of course, with drone photography today, it just, it's, yeah. uh, every day there's, there's thousands of more images to, to select from. So yeah, I think, uh, that's a really great application. And again, I may have misinterpreted your comment, but I think it might be a little creepy to wake up to a big picture of your face every morning. So, <laughs> well, I, what I actually was thinking of say you had a three-year-old and you had pictures of him in the park having fun, you know, some of those pictures, large format. And if you could change them as he grows, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. But at one point, my son was into airplanes. I think he still is. But anyway, this is going back many, many, many years. And I wanted to do pictures of airplanes on a wall in his bedroom. And I really couldn't find large format. I mean, I would have killed for that. I ended up finding posters and uh, calendars and cutting them up and just making a collage. But I would have enjoyed having, say, a picture of a cockpit in a uh, large uh, airplane on the wall. He would have enjoyed it on the wall. Um, so the imagine, like you said, there's no limit. Uh, your imagination will take you everywhere and just run with it. Uh, so let's talk about some of the other items that they you can print on. Because I know uh, we were talking the other day about fabric, shower curtains, pillows. How does that work? Yeah, so uh, our, our industry has tended to go much too deep, in my opinion, about how we do what we do. So... Um, I, I'm not going to delve into that. Would be happy to if, if anyone has specific questions. But you know, the the what we do, I think, is more relevant to the audience and and the discussion. So you know, for us, our our tagline here is any image, any size, anywhere, and and that's the best way to think about it without getting hung up on the technical stuff. So well, I didn't mean to go into technicalities, but if I wanted something printed, sure. what do I need to send you or give you? Sure. Yeah. And again, I, I, I think your question was fair, but I think the response you'd often hear from print service providers is this is where they, they go into the weeds and you start to go, well, why do I care about dye sublimation versus direct oh, print no. and all those things? Don't, so. talk, te don't talk too technical <laughs> with me. I'm, I'm more of the right brain, you know, aesthetics. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, well, you, you can handle it. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, so, you know, what we need and uh, we have guidelines available on the website and uh, we've got customer service people that can work with folks. But, you know, the, the 
great images in it's the, it's the old saying right of garbage in garbage out so we need good quality input and that typically means a high enough resolution image um, and frankly in a lot of cases an image off of an iPhone or a Galaxy phone today is plenty high res and we're even able today with some of them with them shooting 4k video we can take a frame out of a video shot on a phone and make some pretty compelling looking high resolution large format graphics so um, and if there's color balance issues, even on a phone today, many people are doing color corrections and vignettes and things. So uh, we've, there's a lot of magic that can happen in the pre-press department, whether it's on the phone or, or within an app or Photoshop, for example. Um, and then what from is, there, go what ahead. What is the largest you can print? What, what is the size? Say I had a picture of, like I said, Disney World. What would the largest... Um, print B so I can put it on my wall. Yeah, so it's it's virtually unlimited. There will be seams at some point. So our, our main wallpaper machine is three meters, which is for the folks here in the U.S. is around 10 feet wide. We typically run that machine with two five-foot rolls on it at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we typically uh, output wallpapers in standard, you know, roll formats. And um, then it's just a matter of the installers lining up seams. And that can be done very, very uh, tightly so that you're really not seeing that stuff. If, if it's an issue of, you know, images without a seam, our largest machine is five meters wide, which is just north of 15 feet. Um, that's more of an application-specific device, more for uh, bus wraps and building wraps. The resolution's a little bit lower. So, mm -hmm. again, that's where our technical specialists would talk with either the consumer or the specifier and, and really get a good sense of what's the application, what's the viewing distance, is it indoors, is it outdoors, what kind of surface are we going to apply it to? And that's where all that technical stuff I don't want to talk about is, is absolutely critical because what we want is it to go in uh, smoothly and effectively and efficiently and also to last as long as the expectations for the clients oh, are. good. So which brings me to my next question. What kind of material do you print on? Is it washable? Is it high gloss? Is it uh, textured? Or do you have choices? Yeah, there, there's, and that that's what's really exciting in this industry today. We actually have one person on the team here who, who leads on our estimates for, for large complex projects, but about 40% of her time is investigating new new medias, new materials. Uh, and that used to be one of the primary reasons to go to a trade show. So the, the, the pandemic's been uh, tough for all of us for many, many reasons. But as you, you look to get out and kind of literally stumble across things at a trade trade event of I've never seen that. What does it do? And can we print on it? Most importantly, um, that's one thing that we've lost over the last year. But, um, you know, to answer your question, there are so many options today. Um, it, it, it would be, it would take much more time than the podcast allows here. But, uh, again, I would come back to, you know, come to us, come to your specifiers, go to your designers with challenges. And that's what we really enjoy. We love having something like, hey, we've never done that, but we think we've got an idea. We prototype it here and we do all kinds of crazy things of letting stuff sit out in the parking lot here in the lovely Arizona summer um, to test things as they relate to not only light fatness, fastness, but um, how it stays adhered to things and uh, whether there's any other issues we have to worry about. So um, again, it's really just limited by the imagination 
situation, whether it's, uh, as you referred to earlier, shower curtain to pillowcases to lamps to wall coverings to ceiling tiles to um, uh, actually we're doing some pretty heavy testing right now with a certain printing process to be used on um, upholstery. And, uh, you know, the easy part's the back of the chair, the hard part's where you sit. And uh, there are some pretty specific uh, things that have to happen there for uh, longevity. And uh, that's one thing we're working with now where um, printing becomes a manufacturing process. We almost have the easy part, Nancy, of putting the ink onto the substrate, but then it becomes what kind of laminate do we need to put over there so that it's scuff resistant, spill resistant, fade resistant. Well, I got more questions about that, but first we're going to talk about our new sponsor, Monogram, Monogram Appliances. They introduced the simple elegance of the minimalist collection, streamlining even the most contemporary kitchen with flush installation and only the most essential hardware. Monogram's statement collection brings modern design together with traditional kitchen appliance features. Restaurant-inspired features invite you to take on any cooking aspiration while the smart appliances effortlessly sync your kitchen with your life. Monogram has great appliances, and you're going to listen to my next commercial at the end of the show where I talk about another appliance manufacturer. Why two appliance manufacturers? Because I am a kitchen designer. I have used both. I don't push one over the other. They're all great, and they have to fit into your lifestyle and your budget. They're both excellent. At Monogram, it's just one detail. It's many details. When you put them all together, you create appliances that look, feel, and perform as if they were designed perfectly for you. More information about these great appliances you can visit monogram.com, M-O-N-O-G-R-A-M.com. Now back to Brent and all my other questions. You were talking about printing on fabric for chairs. Can you print on leather? Yeah, there's, it's, it's a faux leather, as it were, um, uh, printing on, on actual leather is a bit of a challenge because, of course, it's a, it's a living, breathing organism, as it were. But um, so, yeah, it's, it's more of a faux leather, and that's what you see typically used in most office uh, uh, furniture. And uh, that's, that's what we are focused on right now and, and that whole category of, again, if you think about it, why can't I have a purse that looks uh, has my kid's picture on it or something that's near and dear to me? Um, and, again, we can do one-off. Um, and the other part of that equation, equation, Nancy, that comes into play is the is the cutting side of things. So or what we, we refer to as finishing. So we typically are going to print on a, a sheet or a roll of material, and then it goes into our digital cutting area where we're going to use uh, CAD files that are used uh, for either laser or knife cutting um, so that we're taking out the human element. So it's faster, it's more precise, no one gets cuts, uh, and no ER visits. And um, and that's really where the, the magic happens of being able to come out with forms, uh, again, in any size or shape that people want. Mm, just to be clear, yep. in my mind, say I did want a purse with a picture on it, and I give you the picture, and then do I supply the, the uh, faux leather, or do you have samples? And then at the end of the day, you say, okay, here's the piece of um, fabric or leather who puts the purse together? <laughs> that was my question. Yeah, and and of course I, I 
I'm out over my skis a little bit here because it's not a business that we're in. But again, we have many, many uh, partners uh, that we work with in, in the supply chain. So as an example, we can't cut steel here. We can cut aluminum. So we have a fabricator nearby that has the unique technology to cut steel panels that we may be asked to print on or decorate in some way. Uh, fairly prominent in outdoor directional signage applications. Um, for the, um, the purse, yeah, that would be something that uh, we would want to scope that out. Uh, we're, we're not really good at, at one of one of something we've never done before. So uh, it could be that we point you in some other directions. But if it becomes a, hey, this is a business we want to start, what we would need is the CAD information so that we cut it and, and that's uh, a very unique skill set to understand what dimensions I need so that as I begin to put that purse together and have enough room to do the stitching and add the handles and stress points and zippers and all those things, um, that really becomes a manufacturing process. And uh, we do have heavy-duty sewing machines here, which we typically use to sew banners. So it would not be outside the realm of possibilities that that could be a, a, a project. Typically for us, it might be a purse that's very oversized for some unique promotional event at retail. Um, what comes to mind is when we were asked to fabricate a pair of boots when Garth Brooks, I think, last visited Phoenix a uh, few years back. And uh, those ended up being about 18 feet tall uh, and sat in the um, in the entryway of the arena for the night of the concert. And so uh, a lot of fun on that project. But again, we don't want to be making 18 foot tall pairs of boots uh, on a regular basis. No, that's for big feet. Yes. Um, but I think I saw that picture on your website. Is that true? Uh, yes. Okay. So let's mention your website because... Um, your website has a lot of stuff on it, a lot of interesting things and ideas. So if there are people out there who want to be creative, who don't know where to go to get something printed or just tickle your imagination, uh, go to the website. I know what it is. It's imcraft.com, correct? That is correct. And you'll spend many, many uh, minutes, maybe hours, who knows, on looking through all of the pictures. Um, I get a lot of ideas just by going through your website. For instance, let's talk about printing on metal. When would somebody want to print on metal? Yeah, so printing on metal, it's, it's an interesting application. So there's been some... We, 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 I used the non-word of faux leather earlier, but there's been a faux metal for a while, so it's a composite material that has a look of kind of brushed aluminum on it, and the industry commonly refers to that as dye bond. And uh, that gives a, a, a pretty nice look. It's it's very common in, in office um, uh, entryways and uh, showrooms and so on, um, but we have moved to the next step with ultimate metal, which is actually an aluminum substrate that's been coated by the manufacturer. Um, and uh, the images that we can print onto that are, are absolutely breathtaking. There's just no other way to describe them. And we always say to people, it, it's an old line, but you have to see it to believe it. it it's immersive. It almost feels 3D. The um, uh, the colors are very vibrant, and um, it, it's just a very, very impressive piece. And we are one of about a dozen vendors in the United States that actually have the largest size uh, heat press, because this uses dye sublimation, where we print to a piece of paper, and then using heat and pressure, that ink is um, transferred onto the metal substrate, 
um, and we can go up to a four by eight foot sheet. So very, very large image in one piece with no seams, and that can be hung directly onto a wall um, and uh, for many, many different applications. And uh, that is a product that we're really excited about and, and is really hitting its stride right now with the, the high-end photographers that want the absolute best way to, to show their image in a gallery. Oh, so would you typically print on metal um, to exhibit in a gallery or artwork? Right. That's a that's a perfect, perfect yeah. application for it because, again, of the resolution, the colors, and the more dramatically uh, composed the picture is, the better it is uh, for, for this substrate. Uh, and then a side benefit of it with everything that we're all living through right now is it basically is non-porous and antimicrobial, and it can be cleaned with any household cleaning agent. So uh, we also are positioning this within the assisted uh, living uh, scene your care and uh, certainly in, in healthcare uh, areas as well. And it can be used as a dry erase board. So many hospitals and, and care centers today would rather not just have the uh, kind of legacy whiteboard, which is just that, a big white canvas, but they'd like it to have a little bit of an aesthetic look. It could be pre-printed, you know, lines in the background for tracking things. But more often than not, we are seeing... Um, uh, grade back images so that it might, maybe it's just the hospital's logo. Again, maybe it's yeah. Disney World in a pediatric ward so that the kids' minds are a little bit distracted as they look at uh, some of the doctor's notes up on a whiteboard, as it were. Sounds good to me. Well, like I said, my imagination keeps running all over the place. Um, we're almost at the end of um, our little visit, but I do want you to mention acoustic wallpaper. Is, am I saying that right? Sure. Yeah, we we're um, we've been working in the acoustic space for a while, and what really got our imagination going over the last twelve months is is partially probably some of us working from home and staring at the walls, maybe having the kids doing homeschooling and noticing that there was a lot more noise that you weren't aware of previously. And so uh, the other thing, as we go back into schools and back into workplaces, is we're going to see more uh, acrylic and plexiglass dividers, and those things are terrible when it comes to sound, right? They actually right. reflect it back and, and uh, can make it louder in a lot of cases. So what we're working on is, is three different products within the Acoustic Solutions Group. So there's an acoustic wallpaper, as you mentioned, um, which again can simply be put up as is that comes in a variety of textures, patterns, and colors. But we think the real secret here, again, is we can print on it. And uh, because it has a bit of a tooth to it, it's, it's almost like a felt, Nancy, in terms okay. of describing Describing it tactically, tact, tactly. Um, yeah, we all have those problems. But. Yeah, there's certain <laughs> words, right? Uh, but th that's a good example where it would be nice to print a pattern on it. But it can be a pattern that you design, or that you we've, we're working with a third party that's got uh, patterns specifically for that application. The second thing is artwork that can be hung up, and then we can put acoustic absorbing um, panels behind it, so you're not even aware it's an acoustic piece, um, and uh, very very effective. And then the third part are acoustic panels, and many people sell those. Uh, 
um, and uh, they'd be used in a recording studio as an example, as we discussed uh, before the call, to really just knock sound down. But we got the idea of we've got two things we can do here. I mentioned earlier we have these very uh, highly functional cutting tables, digital cutting tables. So we can take these four by eight foot sheets and cut them into very interesting shapes. We can combine two inch and one inch thick ones in different colors, and we're calling it geodim. So you have geometry and dimensions, um, which break up a mundane wall. Um, and then the other thing is digital print. So we can print on those, and maybe it's a geometric pattern. Maybe it's a landscape picture. It really is limited only by the imagination. If we want a good photographic type reproduction, we're going to steer the clients towards the white uh, version, but it comes in in variety of colors. And again, if you want to use a gray because it fits the background, maybe we use white ink and just print a more geometric pattern on it uh, so it's in the background. So we think that's going to be a big, big growth area for us in 2021 and moving beyond as, as people look to control sound. And uh, I, hope, I hope restaurant designers and restaurant owners start investigating your product for the acoustics because did you ever go into a restaurant and you can't hear yourself think because there's no sound deadening materials in a lot of restaurants or you hear the clanging of the dishes uh, in the kitchen. So um, I think you've got a whole world there to, uh, to, to uh, sell your acoustic products. Among other things, uh, nursery schools, uh, regular schools, and you people who are working from home and you're using your Zoom room, well, think about putting the acoustical wallpaper on your Zoom walls. So I think that there's, like I said before, there's your imagination can go crazy with these products, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know you've, uh, we're, we're running up against the, uh, the end of our time, but again, as I opened, I would say, you know, challenge your, yourself, challenge your vendors. And, uh, I, I know architects and designers love challenges. They typically are our clients. Um, but, uh, you know, what we like more than anything else is something that we haven't had to solve for before. So don't be shy. And, uh, you know, we'd love to uh, provide some information and, uh, you mentioned the website. Thank you. I'd also encourage people for the most current um, visual stimulation is uh, probably our Instagram, which is ImageCraftAZ for Arizona. So I M A G E C R A F T A Z um, is we're constantly posting just literally new images of, of the work we've been doing. So um, I I've enjoyed this because I love talking about new products, and I don't see where um, this has any limitations. I mean, you can just go on and on with your imagination. So if you're a designer, builder, uh, architect, homeowner, um, you guys check on this website and uh, come up with some interesting things. Who knows? You might come up with something so different they're going to put you on their website, right? Absolutely. We'd love that opportunity. Yeah. Thank you again so much for giving me your time, Brent. I uh, do have to mention our other sponsor, uh, Thermador. Thermador is luxury appliances and their engineering exceeds every expectation. They're backed by over 100 years of craftsmanship, 
Masterpiece and professional wall ovens offer two distinct styles, delivering restaurant-style performance. You have your choices of contemporary and compact Masterpiece wall ovens or the bold and beautiful professional series, complete with a compact design built to seamlessly blend into cabinetry, fit below a cooktop or tucked under the counter. Thermador built-in wall ovens are Wi-Fi enabled and feature 4.5 cubic feet of cooking space, vibrant color displays, metallic gray glass, and as always, premium stainless steel. To learn more about Thermador appliances, go to thermador.com. If you've enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on the platform you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Our podcasts are so full of information that it would be just terrible for you to miss out on them. So again, share them with your friends. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Brent about ImageCraft, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. I want to say one more thing. I have a second podcast, which I uh, do with my nerdy computer son. And um, adding his creative mother to the mix makes for an interesting podcast. We do this weekly. It's called Hugo Floss, F-L-O-S-S. And you can find that on Spotify and most of the platforms available. So that's, again, a weekly podcast. Boy, am I busy. Um, Brent, again, I know you're still with me. So again, have a great day. Enjoy our beautiful weather this weekend. Um, Thank you. And thanks for having us. Oh, thank you. And everybody out there, stay safe and have a great day. Mm -hmm.